We begin today's daf on Chetamudbet and we start at the two dots on the bottom. So we said that the Kohen Gadol, they take him seven days before the Kippur and they send him to a, an office called Lishkat Parhedrin. Tanya Rabbi Yehuda Vichit Lishkat Parhedrin Aita. That was what was called Parhedrin. Different names, these are all Greek names. Panedrin, it wasn't Panedrin, it was Balvati. Panedrin is like officers or princes, appointees, and Balvati is aristocrats. They named it after different uh, people. I will say why. The office of the aristocrats. <laughs> what happened? They used to pay. The Romans used to pay off the Kohanim, and they used to install their own Kohanim. So every year they had to change the Kohen Gadol because he would die in the Kodesh Kodashim, because he really wasn't legitimate. So they called it the Shkat Parhedrin because the offices that were called Parhedrin also would be changed every 12 months. So they called that office that they sent the Kohanim the Shkat Panedrin. Kepanedrin halalu. Shemachalifim otam koshlem asar chodesh. Lefikak, ayu korim otam Shkat Panedrin. Look at the Rashi on the bottom. Machalifim. As you go, go before. Panedrin. All the way up before. Pekidea melech. Those are the appointees of the king. The Shkat Balvati. Lashon Sarim. Kach haitan nekret Shkat Sarim. Betchira kol yeme Shimon HaTzadik. What is the thing with the Kohen Sadiq? That was Hashub. That was the office of the aristocrats. Because the Kohenim weren't dying in those days. I don't know they were actually giving the money to the Bet Hashmonai. And uh, they were getting in. They wouldn't finish the year. The Kohen was paying off to be. Yes, the Kohen was paying the Bet Hashmona that were in charge. Every new Kohen would take a part to Lishka and rebuild it. Competition. He's going to build a nicer one. Should take care of you the building changed every year. Every year they reconstructed the building. Every year the king changes the offices. something similar. What's nachtomim? The bakers. You know the law of demai. Person buys uh, wheat from Amaris. So the Hakamim said that since we don't know if the Amar is, is Makpid on Masrot, Tirumah is Makpid because Tirumah is Hoshesh to it. But Masrot is not so Makpid. So the rabbi said, Masir Rishon you have to take, and Masir Shini you have to take. Now Masir Rishon normally you have to give to the Levi. But in this case over there, you take Masir Rishon, but you don't give it to the Levi. Why don't you give it to the Levi? Because who says that you owe the Levi this money? You're only taking it out of Safek. So the Levi really doesn't have a claim on that money. So you just put it, put it on the side. You don't have to give it to the Levi. 
and then you take also Maser Sheni. When it comes to Maser Sheni, however, seemingly the owner eats Maser Sheni. So you could take that Maser Sheni, go up to Yerushalayim, and eat it. Because anyway, it says, we'll just have to eat it in Yerushalayim. And he has to take Terumat uh, Maser as well, as we'll see. So these are bakers that are buying wheat from Ameha Aretz. And the wheat over there has a deen of Demai. And we're going to discuss what the baker's <coughs> responsibility, or the buyer, what his responsibility <coughs> is on these, uh, on these breads. So, Anachtomim, we'll see in Anachtomim, Anachtomim, Lo haibu otam hakamim, laflish ela terumat ma'asir. Terumat ma'asir is really ma'asir min ma'asir. What's ma'asir min ma'asir? There's an obligation to give 10% to the Kohen. Sorry, 10% to the Levi. And then you have the Levi takes Maser of the Maser and he gives it to the Kohen. So the Kohen basically gets two things. He gets his Teruma, which is 2%, and then he gets 10% from whatever the Levi got as well. So the rabbi said that these Nachtomim, they need to take Terumat Maser, Vechallah. Okay, halal also because they're making doughs. That's nothing to do with anything. Whenever you make a dough, you have to give halal. Look at the Rashi on the bottom. They're buying wheat from an amaris. They're selling it. Oh, they didn't tell them that they have to take the ma'asir shini stuff. And bring it to Yerushalayim. Ela terumat ma'asir. What's terumat ma'asir? Shu'echad b'me'ah. It's 100. Because it's a tenth. And then a tenth of that. Ve'challah yitin la'kohen. Okay, fine. Aval, she'al kol adam. Now that's, that's a leniency of bakers. However, a regular person doesn't have this leniency. She'al kol adam. He'tiru alav la'alot ma'asir sheni shel demay Yerushalayim. Number one, he has to take the ma'asir sheni. To Jerusalem. This guy didn't make him take it to Jerusalem. Number two. A regular guy has to take Ma'asir Yishon. Separate it. He also has to take, if it's Ma'asir Ani year, which is the third and the sixth year of the Shemitah, he has to separate Ma'asir Ani. But you don't have to give it to the Levi because, like I said, I'm going to see Mahavir Allah Varaya. We're talking about a that's a Tamid Hakam. <laughs> the leniency of these Nachtumim, the main leniency is we don't let him, we don't make him take Masir Shini go up to Yerushalayim. A regular guy comes to the rabbi. Rabbi, I bought Demai. Uh, what do I have to do? They're going to tell him, take 10% of that, go to Yerushalayim and eat it. The Nachtumim, they didn't make him do it. So the Gemara says, I understand why you don't make him take regular Tirumah. The regular Tirumah that you give the Kohen is called Tirumah Gedola. I understand why he doesn't have to do that. Why? Because we learned the Tanya, the fish shilach bechol gibule Yisrael v'ra'ah she'en mafrishim ela teruma gedola bilvad. Yohanan, because the Kohen Gadol, he saw that the Amaharets were not giving their their tithes, but he noticed that the Amaharets, for some reason, was careful to give teruma gedola. So when he, when he, Yohanan Kringadol established this rule of Demai, he didn't establish any tikkun for Tirumah Gedolah, because they were, they were careful on it. 
However, Maser Rishon Maser Ani Nameh. I understand why it doesn't have to give Maser Ani to the Anim. It doesn't have to give Maser Rishon to the Levim. Hamotzi Machavero Alavaraya, which means the Levim is going to come along and say, "Hey, give me my Maser Rishon." I'll tell him who says it's yours. <coughs> but you separated it. I separated because I have a sefik. You know for sure it belongs to you. The burden of proof is on you if you want to take it out of my possession. Once you separate it, now it's not tevil anymore. Now it allows the customer or the baker to eat the bread. It's only a sefik if I'm taking it away from the anim or the levim. Which means, why do I have to give Turuat Maaser to the Kohen then? I'll tell the Kohen, I'm going to see Allah Varaya also. And I'll go over there, if you eat the Kohen's portion, there's a Hayyub Mitah on that. So we're not going to fool around with that. Just even if the guy left the Maaser Ishon in his possession and ate it, it's not the biggest Avon. But to eat the Turuat Maaser, it's Hayyub Mitah. So that we're going to give it to the Kohen. Even though technically the Kohen, you have the same claim. I'm going to see no, serious. question. On these nachtomim, why don't you men they attempt to take the maser sheni and go up to Yerushalayim and eat it? Again, after all, it's the year of maser sheni. We don't know if this amar is took maser sheni. You're not going to lose out. Separate it, go to Jerusalem and eat it. Well, why wouldn't we be strict on them to do such a thing? We make them take Maser Shon, correct? Although you don't have to give it to the Levi. Here, you get the Maser Shini, it's yours. So they don't go to Jerusalem and eat it. Why would the rabbi's lenient? They don't have to give a fish Maser Shini and take it to Jerusalem. Amar Ula, mitok shepar hedrin alalu, hoftim otam, kol yav chodesh. Every 12 months, these Roman uh, officers would beat up the bakers. They would beat them up physically. What are they beating them up for? Price. That time was too expensive. You got to lower your prices. The rabbis gave a special leniency. They couldn't make money, these guys. Now you're going to tell them, take a 10% and go to Yerushalayim. The rabbis had mercy on them. Because since these people were getting beaten down uh, in the price every 12 months, so they have a special kula exemption. exemption to these bakers that they don't have to take the Maser Shini. Because anyway, it's a sefik. Because <coughs> maybe the Amas did take the Maser Shini. So they want a sefik, they relied on Rov Amaris here, Maserin. The majority of Amaris did take Maser, and they didn't put the, uh, enforce the uh, Maser rule over here on the Tachtomim. Wouldn't the coin Gadol is going to die between the Kippur service and the... There's not coin Gadol, there's a baker. No, but you're saying that coin Gadol, they would... They would, uh, they would die. They would die, really? That's why I said, every year they would, they would they install the new coin Gadol. And he still wants the job. Why not? It's Kavod. My is crazy, but that's what they did. My Panedrin... What does the word Panedrin mean? Purse. Okay, what is Purse? Superintendent. Amarava, Barbar Hanamar Buhana. This is Johnny, we're going to say now. My Dictive, Yerat Hashem Tosif Yamim. Person has fear of God, he gets longer days. Ushnot Rishaim, Tiksorna. But the years of the Rishaim, 
get cut. Where do you see that fear of God lengthens the days? That's referring to the first Beit HaMikdash. The first Beit HaMikdash lasted 410 years. Wow. Well, in 410 years, only 18 Kohanim Gedolim Jews, they lived. They lived. They lived, they went into Kodesh Kodashim, they came out alive. They had long years. Ushnot Resha'im Tiksornam Zem Mikdash Sheni Sha'amad Dalid Mot Ve'aslim Shana They were ready. You had 420 years, second Beth Mikdash. Veshimshubo Yotem Mishlosh Me'ot Kohanim And in 420 years You had More than 300 Kohanim And it's not 420 years Because we had certain Kohanim that had long tenures Who was that? Take away the 40 years of Shimon HaTzadik And take away 80 years of Yohanan Kohanim That's already 120 years He just had two Kohanim and another 10 years, another Kohen Gadot Sadiq, Ishmael ben Pabi. So, therefore, basically, you had the 80 years plus the 40 years, uh, that's what 120, plus another 10 years, 130. The some say, another 11 years. Yud Alif Shishimesh to be El Azar ben Hamsom. So, now in the remaining years, where you had less than 300 Kohanim, and you had less than 300 years. They worked less than a year. That's what it means. That the years of the Rishaim were cut. And they did plus years and people. Why was Shiloh? Shiloh was the first uh, Mishkan when they came into Israel. society, that Mishkan Shiloh. That was Eddie. Mm. Two problems in the time of uh, Mishkan Shiloh. Number one, Gilu Adayot. We'll see what that means in morality. Ubizui Kadashim. And Bizui Kadashim, they uh, disparaged the Korbanot. Gilu Adayot. Dekhtiv. Ve'ili Zaken Me'od. Eddie was an old man. He heard what his children were doing. So they would lie with the girls, with the women that would come to El Mu'ed. The daughters, the children of Eli, the boys, would lie with them. Don't take that literally. We learned the message of Shabbat already. Anybody thinks that that sin was a literal sin, they actually lied with the woman that came, is making a mistake. So what? But it says they did something. What happened? A lady gave birth. So she has to bring birds in order to allow her to go back with her husband. Until the, until the Qurban is brought, she cannot go with her husband. What happened? <coughs> the Kohanim were lazy. So therefore they delayed 
they delayed the kinim. So these ladies had to wait in Yerushalayim to make sure that Hofni and Pinehas bring the birds. As a result, they weren't able to go home to their husbands. So they were mevatel them one night of Piriyavadavyah. If they would have brought the Kurban immediately they go home that day, they go with their husbands. But since they delayed it, Sheshahu Kinehim, so the Torah considers it as if they lied with them. They didn't lie with them. They just delayed them. Tap Nashi. Sheshahu Kinehim. Shayu Mviot Bimlot Yemeli Datan. Litaher. Lechot Bekadashim. Vehem Ayu Ba'ale Giut. They were arrogant. Vayu Mitrashilin Bakrabatam. Vanashim Mamtinot Sham Anshi Akribum. ומשתהות מלעזור למקומם אצל בעליהם ומבטלן את הנשים מפריה ורביעה and therefore it's considered as if they were so that's the גילוי עריות it's a גילוי עריות of כאילו like Reuven same thing in that Gemara on Shabbat right after this Eli story right before it brings the Reuven story all together and David story these all כאילו so that was the first thing so it says, okay, where do you have say, the Quranim only have rights to take the meat after they put the meat on the Mizbayah. The meat that goes on the Mizbayah is called Imurim. And then the rest of the meat, the Quran gets its portion. What were these Quranim doing? They were going when the meat was still raw. And they were going to the owners and saying, listen, Give us our portion right now. Even before the Mizbayah got their chalet. That was a bizayon to the Kadashim. That you're going to eat before the Mizbayah eats. That's why I said bizayon Kadashim. What does it say? Dikhtim. Gam beterim yaktirun at the Before they made the Akhtara. Uba na'ara kweb aban isha zovayah. The guy would come to the guys bringing the sacrifice. Tenabasa lefsot the kohen. Give me the meat now. We're not waiting till you cook it. Kim Hai. This is, uh, you know, disparaging them in Habashem. So that's why Mikdash uh, Shiloh was destroyed. Mikdash Rishon, the first bit of Mikdash was destroyed. Why? Three of the times of the first bit of Mikdash. And those are the three cardinal sins. Avodazara, how do we know that they had Avodazara? Because it says the Pasuk in Yeshayahu. Kikatsara Masah Nistareya. Vamasechat Sara Kehitkanes. Okay, go slow. Katsar means narrow. The Gemara is going to say that the Beit HaMikdash, which is a very big building, it became very small. Because it didn't have room to fit two gods. As long as the people were fitting, serving one God, there's room. But the Metamagans became very, very tight because now already had rival gods that were also coming into the Metamagdash. So it says, My Katsar Masa. Katsar is the bed that's referring to the Metamagdash. Katsar Masazu. This bed became very narrow. Mr. Alab Shneb Imkehad. 
in order to have rulership, Mistareya is like Mistarer Leya, from having a friend or a rival rule. Katsara Masak Mistareya, that the Bet HaMikdash became small because now you had different gods there. Kidla Vodazara. Tzara, we learned in Yibamot, is a rival wife. It's called a Tzara. And God is called the Mitkanis. Why is God called the Mitkanis? Because God is the one that gathers all the water. Like it says, God takes all the water and puts it in the, in the ocean, which is an amazing feat. So therefore, God is called the Mitkanis. So the Pasuk is saying, the Abu Zara became a Tzara, became a rival wife to the Mitkanis, to the one that's Makhnis the waters into the oceans. Amar Bishamuel ben Ahmani, ki mater biyunatan haikiram bachir. When he got to this Pasuk, he cried, Amar kon be. Main dikhtiv be kones kaned mayam. Nasit lo masichat Tzara. The one that God has so much power is able to go to the water and put it in the yam. And then he, the Masichat, is going to become his rival. So it's calling God in this passage over here, the, the Mitkanis. So this is Abu Dazara. Gidu Adayot. Where do you know the people that Gidu Adayot? Dikhtiv. This is talking about uh, at the time of the Khurban, the way the ladies acted in the times of the Khurban. Fayom and Hashem. Ya'an because Kigavu Benot Sion. The Benot Sion became arrogant. But Telachna Nituyot Garon. They walked with the neck. Uh, protruded um sekerot enayim and they caused uh, you know, people see they did something to their eyes haloch v'tafof telach they walked in a certain position called haloch v'tafof I will explain what that is um raglehem ta'akasna they did something in their legs also one word at a time now ya'an kigavu benotziyon shayu mahalichot aruka b'tzad ketzara the tall girls would walk on purpose next to a short girl. On purpose, why? So they stand out more. Tall girl anyway stands out. But they want to stand out more. So they walk next to a short on purpose. The short girl's walking down the street. She walks right next to her. Now everybody's, oh, let me know this. They walk, you know, erect. They filled up their eyes with makeup, with mascara, and all that stuff. Aloch betafof telachna, shayu malichot akev betzad gudal. They walked very, very deliberately. The akev is the heel, is the back of the foot, and gudal is the toe. So they would take very short steps. Why? In order to walk slowly, so the men can take a notice of them. No, sir. Ubraglehem te'akasna. And what they do with their legs? Amar bi'itzhak shayum mi'viot mor va'aparsemon. They brought besamim. Umanichot b'man'alehem. And they put the besamim flask in their shoes. Ushimagiyot etzibachorei Yisrael. When they get next to the boys, bo'atot. They click their foot and the besamim bursts. And now the smell of besamim goes into the nose of the bachor. And he smells the Samim and he sees the situations. Umatizot alehem, umachnisin baem yetzrara keeres bechaus. It enters them like the venom of a snake. Chaos is a snake. 
an angry snake. Or actually, the tachasna is uh, is the poison. So that's uberlehem tachasna. That with their legs they put venom into the people. It's with you. No, so what do you see? That's not gedul arayot. This is just sanu, not sanu. This is anything really. That's gedul arayot. Let the letter. What do you let the arayot? Yeah, it's a letter. This this letter. You want to tell the end of the story? Shepichudamim dichtiv vegam dam nakish afach menasher bemeot. That menasher killed a lot of people. Ad asher milad rushnaim pelape. Yes, it was filled up into with, with, with corpses. Blood. So that was the first bit of Mikdash. Abad Mikdash Sheni, Sheyoskim Bat Torah Mitzvot. Mikdash Sheni, they're learning Torah. They did Mitzvot. Uv Milut Hasadim. Not only that, they did the Hasid. So what do you want now? What what Avon was it? The Maharev, the Pnei Sheyah Bosanat Chenam. Baseless hatred. Not to snatch the Aicha Bil Babecha. Amazing. Equal. What the three did to the first Beta Mikdash, the one Avera did to the second Beta Mikdash. You're going to ask me about the first Beta Mikdash, 70 years later, it got rebuilt. This Beta Mikdash is 2,000 years and still didn't, get, still didn't get rebuilt yet. So the connection is. Because on a sin like Gilu Arayot and Shikichut Temir Avda Zara, the person realizes it's a big sin. So they make the Shuvah. Make the Shuvah, God forgives you. But if I'm learning Torah and I'm keeping Mitzvot, Sanat Chinnah people always justify. There's a reason why I hate him. I'm allowed to hate him. Uh, he deserves to be hated, and so on and so forth. So nobody thinks that they're making an Avira with the Sanat Chinnah. Because all the hatred is justified. So they're always making the Shuvah. So until the people make the shuvah, then there's not going to be a redemption. The sha'im ayu. The Kibbutz continues. I'm sure it was tzaddikim there. It why, says. Why be sure that tzaddikim? It's an afenam. It's an afenam. Don't look at the bad people. Don't look at the bad people. Just. Okay, when Taboria went out, what you said? Okay, I wish you were in charge. The Shaim Ayu, Ela Shetalu Betchonam BeKadosh Baruch Hu. It says the Jewish people were the Shaim, but they put their trust in God. What does that mean? Atan LeMikdash Rishon. This is referring to the Beit Hamikdash Rishon. Dichtiv. The leaders were bribed, judging. And the Kohanim were getting bribed to give rulings. Price. This is, this is, this is the first bit of Mikdash. Hmm? This is for the Bait Rishon. And the the Nevi'im were giving uh, prophecies for money. Ba'alashem Yisha'inu. And with all the Averot that they did, they said, we, we have a Betahun in God. Lemor. Hado Hashem B'Kirbenu. God's with us. We have a better Mikdash. Lo Tavo Alenu You understand? As long as the better Mikdash was around, they said, uh, we have a good luck charm. Nothing can happen to us. Masha'alam Adavad Yomeh. There's a there's a guy who's uh, he's painting a picture of a, of a guy. 
the guy standing on top of a cliff and he has uh, a canvas and he draws a picture <coughs> and then he wants to stand back to get perspective to see how the picture came out so it takes two steps back so the guy who's standing next to the picture tells the guy be careful there's a cliff behind you if you take a few more steps back you're going to fall off the cliff the guy doesn't hear because he's so fixated on the picture so he takes two more steps back wow he's getting close to that ledge so the guy's friend screaming hey Jacob be careful you're going to fall off the cliff and he keeps on looking at the picture he's looking at the picture and he starts taking another step back so the guy says if I don't do something drastic he's not hearing me because his mind is on the picture so what's the guy who has no choice he takes out a knife from his pocket and destroys the picture he goes ah, what are you doing to the picture he runs towards it that's the mashal they say the Jewish people their eyes were fixated on the Beit HaMikdash so as long as we have a Beit HaMikdash nothing can happen so they kept on going back and back and back and making big Averot and big Averot and Borei something the prophets the prophets are screaming but they don't hear the prophet because their, their eyes are on the Beit HaMikdash and they're about to fall off the cliff and the prophet is screaming make the Shuvah the guy's looking at the Beit HaMikdash that was, that's the Bittahon that they had so Borei Olam had to destroy the picture so once the Beit HaMikdash got destroyed it got their attention once it got their attention by then it was too late already that's what it means over here the three sins that they had brought three punishments in Micha Lachen Beglalchem Siyon Sadeh Teherash Teharesh So Siyon become plowed Yerushalayim Iyin Tehyeh Yerushalayim will become this barren Veharabamot Veharabayit Lebamot Yad and the Harabai will become like a forest comes again and says Shalosh Gezerot Sadeh in the first bite, there was no Sinat Hinnam. The person bangs on his uh, leg. That's a sign of Avelut. Why? Because they were killing each other with the swords. With swords. They're sitting together, like it says the Pasuk Migure. Means they live with each other. These are people that are, they call themselves friends. They're eating together, they're drinking together. But they're raking each other out with the swords in their tongue. So that was happening in the first bit of Migdash also. What happened? The, the people would come together and sit, they would roast each other. And they would make jokes about each other. So I uh, have said Atchanam. So the Gemara says, "Hahi, that story over there." That means they were talking about Shonara about each other. Yisrael That was only the the leaders, the aristocrats. The Ktiv Zag Vehillel Ben Adam Kiaita Beami. He bechod Nesiei Yisrael. That's the end of the pasuk. Betanya. So therefore, the Sinat Khanam and Bait Nishom was limited to the leaders. So that's why it wasn't destroyed because of that. 
But in the Bayit Sheni, already the Sinat Fenem trickled down to the to the bourgeoisie, to the regular folk, and that's why I was destroyed for Sinat Fenem. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Elazad, Rabbi Tarvayu, Rishonim Shenetgalla Avonam, Netgalla Kitzam. The Rishonim that their sin was revealed to them, which means everybody knew the sins that they did. So therefore their end also was revealed to them. Borei Olam told them in the name of the Prophet, in Yirmiyah, 70 years. They knew it was a finite number. Which means, they in public acted very religious. However, in private, that's when they committed the Averot. They were the Sha'im Baseter. Therefore, you want to commit the Averot Baseter? And the Sinat Hanam was, you know, going behind people's backs, you know, unbeknownst to the people. In public, they act very nice. Behind the guy's back, they go do something against them. So therefore, the Avirot would then besetet. So Borelam says, therefore, the Avon or the, the Galut is also going to be Nistar. God's not going to reveal the, the exile when it's going to end. Amar Bihanam. Toba Sipurnam Shadishonim Mekiresan Shalaharonim. Oh. The fingernails of the Rishonim is greater than the stomachs of the uh, of the second uh, Beit Hamikdash generation. That means the nail is very thin, but that nail, which is very thin, was more valuable than the fat of the wideness of the stomach of the second generation. He's trying to say that the second generation of the second Beit Hamikdash they couldn't hold the candle to the to the first Beit Hamikdash. The Tzipunayim of the Rishonim was wider, was greater than she. No, you're not going to prove it now. Amar Deris Takish Adraba. Why are you saying that? Acharonim Adife. The second generation of the second Beit Hamikdash was better. Why? Afagav the Ikas Shabud Malchuyot. Ka'askim Torah. The second Beit Hamikdash they had guim under them. They had uh, galuyot. One so the first bit of Mikdash times the Shunam Amelech Amistad was autonomous. The second bit of Mikdash, you had Yevanim, and you had Romaim, and you had the Parsim. Which means we didn't have autonomy in Israel, although they allowed us to build the Bet Mikdash. The second bit of Mikdash, instead, had to ask Ashverosh to get permission to go back and continue building the second bit of Mikdash. That means we had Shabud Malchuyot at the times of the second bit of Mikdash. And still what? They studied Torah. So the said, why you think the second generation of Metal Gash was worse? Adraba, they studied Torah under, you know, uh, more serious conditions. Amra says, What do you mean? I'm bringing you a proof of the Birat from the, from, the, from, the, from the structure. Fact. The first Beta Mikdash, we got back. The second Beit we didn't get back. So it's clear that if the Beit HaMikdash is any indicator, we didn't get it back yet. Shalu et Rabbi El-Azhar, Rishonim Gedolim or Harunim Gedolim? The same question. Who was greater? The building doesn't lie. Your Ed, there's no greater witness than the Bira. The Shakish, 
He was swimming in the Jordan River at Ustakish. Okay. Atara Babar Barhana, the Subbabel. He sees the rabbi coming out of the river. Yaavli Yeda. So Rabbi Barhana gives the hand to the Shakish to help him get out of the river. Amalir Shakish tells the rabbi, Elaha. Elaha is like a Shivwa. God's name. Sanena Lechu. I hate you Babylonians. Jewish Babylonians. Jewish Babylonians. Why? Because when Ezra Sofir built the Beit Hamikdash, he told the Babylonians, "Come back to Jerusalem and help me." They didn't come back. Nichtiv, im chomai, debne alia tirat kasef, bim deleti, nasur alia luah ariz. If it's a wall, I'm going to build out of silver, silver lining, or some building. And if it's a door. I'm going to put on it a cedar cedar block. What is it talking about? If you would have made yourself like a choma, which is strong, all the stones are attached to each other like a strong wall. And you would have came back in the times of Mizrah Sofed, then your status would be like silver. The silver does not decay. However, but now you came like uh, doors. What's doors? One door remains open, one door remains closed. The doors are not attached to each other. That means half came, half stayed back. Or maybe more stayed back. Now you're only considered like an eris. And what's the story of a tree? What happens to trees? They decay. My eris, why did it give them an example as an eris tree? What is it, by the way? Sasmagor. That's a tree that's eaten by a worm called the sasworm. So it eats the inside. Look at the termite. It eats the inside of the tree. So all you see is the shell on the outside. You see the tree is strong. Because when you touch it, boom, it's hollow. My sasmagor. Okay, what is the sasmagor? Amar bi abba batkol. Which means that uh, just like only the shell on the outside, so to the Baichini, they lost the Nivuah. Sasmagor is another way of saying Batkol. They lost the, uh, they lost the level of Nivuah uh, Kodesh that they had. Kedetanya, Mishemetu Nivim Haronim, Hagai Zechariah Malachi, Nestalekaru Hakodesh Misrael, Badanim Shemeshim Batkol. They had a lower level called Batkol. Lower Batkol is lower than Nivuah Kodesh. Why, why they use that the mashal in the bayit sheni? Because sasmagor means batkol. Amar biyababatkol. Just like the eris gets eaten from the inside, some of it remains. So there was a remnant of ruach hakodesh that remained in the second of the mikdash. What was that remnant? Batkol. That's a lower level. Rishakish. Did he even talk to this rabbi? He, he told me it was a conversation, although it wasn't such a pleasant conversation. But he spoke to the rabbi. Shaki spoke to the rabbi Rahana. Umar Rabbi Al Azar was called the, 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 the master of Israel because he was a baki in all the halakhot. And still the Shaki wouldn't talk to him. 
דמנט משתער שתקיש בעדי בשוק יעברו לעסקה בלא סעדה. שקיש הוא very strict. So you know anybody that he talked to was giving that person uh, an endorsement. And therefore, if you saw this like he's talking to somebody in the street, you would go into business with that guy on a handshake. You didn't need any witnesses, nothing. You'd go, let me a million dollars. You could trust the guy. Why? The Shagish wouldn't talk to the guy unless the guy was 100%. So he wouldn't even talk to the Bir Azar. Because he knew that his conversation is an endorsement. And he goes to talk to the Baba Rukhana, who's clearly not the Bir Azar, that at the water. The Gabbard is bad. The Baba Rukhana is bad. The Gabbard says, Amar Papa. First of all, get to Safot. He wouldn't initiate the conversation with the Bil Azar. That's what he said. He wouldn't even answer, but he wouldn't initiate. Okay. Huh? Is that the same thing here? He didn't say it's nothing to him, Rabbi Abba Bahana. Oh, he initiated? He pulled him out of the water. But he didn't say anything. He didn't talk. He just pulled him out of the water. He said, oh, you Babylonians, I hate your guts. You didn't come back to the thing. He didn't open his mouth. I'm on a papa. So the papa comes along and says, you have to, you have to change the story over here. gavra benayu. You have to put a person in between over there. So one of the names of these rabbis over here in the story is the wrong name. So you have to change the name so we have a reconciliation over here. Or the shtaki shava. Either you have to say it was the shtaki swimming, Uz'idi, the other rabbi was Zaidi, he was the one that was talking to him, and not the Baba Rahana. And everybody knew Zaidi was a trustworthy guy that the Shakish would talk to. So therefore it's no problem. Or Baba Rahana, all you have to say was the Baba Rahana that came into the river, that the Bilaza was the one that was swimming. Yeah, you have to change one of the two rabbis. So then Rabbi Azar is the one who didn't speak to anybody? No. no the Shakish didn't speak to anybody. No, no, no. But, but then what was the conversation? He used to busy. Rabbi Azar was sleeping. Rabbi Azar was swimming. And the Baba came out. And he told him, You're Babylonian. So he told him, You're Babylonian. I talked to him. He talked to him. No, I talked to him. He talked to people. Why are they bringing us a story as an example of Sinatinam Besetet? No. They're teaching you a lesson over here. That the Rav has to be careful who he talks to or who he shows admiration to because people are watching the Rav's uh, interaction with other people. This is happening even, even till today. He said, Oh, I saw the guy, Rabbi Mitzel brought him, he sat in my next him. He doesn't bring anybody next to him. The guy came in, he brought him my next him. So right away, I gave him a check for $10,000. Then the rabbi comes in, what did you give the guy $10,000 for? I saw you put him next to you, you put your hand on his back, you kissed him, you don't kiss anybody. What would you do over here? No, <laughs> oh, I didn't mean it. The guy, I thought, uh, I was in a good mood. Yeah, so you have to be careful. The rabbis, so the Shakish was one of those uh, rabbis. And anything he did, you knew there were eyes on him. So not taking shots at Rabbi Barashana, is good enough? Not taking shots. Is he good enough? Not good enough. I have to look at it so, uh, so jaundiced. It is because Rabbi Azar was the Adora very Israel either. There are certain people that were known to have sterling reputations in business. That uh, the Shakish would ha- didn't have a problem. If somebody would lend Zaidi money without a contract, uh, the Shakish would take it. I think it was possible for that Zaidi. Maybe those people were not in business. Therefore, they didn't uh, gain a reputation. Good or bad. Zaidi was known to have a good reputation. 
Gemara tells a story. Anyway, forget about who the names are. Now, 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 now the story is all compromised. We don't know exactly who was in the water and who was talking, but whoever it was, this is the continuation of this story. So they came in front of Yohanan. Rabbi Yohanan is the rabbi in Israel. So they told him what the rabbi said about the people in Bavir. That's not the time, that's not the reason why the Shekhinah didn't come on the Beit HaMikdash. The Shakish, or whoever it was, was saying, the reason why there's no Shekhinah on the Beit HaMikdash, because they didn't show up. If they would have showed up, it would have been a great thing. That's not the reason. Even if everybody from Bebe would have came up. It wouldn't happen. Shekhinah was not going to rest in Bayit Shani. Why? Which means, who built the second Beit Hamikdash? The Persians. The Persians come from Yefet, and even though they have aesthetics and they have beauty and they have all this, you know, design, doesn't matter. The Beit Hamikdash can only have Shekhinah if it's built by Am Yisrael. That's come from the Semites. The she on top. So the Shekhinah doesn't come from the beauty of the structure. It comes from who built the structure. And since the structure was built by Shilomo, that's the Shekhinah. Even if all the Geluia Bavel came back, wouldn't have made a difference according to the Muhannam. Kiata, okay, we saw that.